I don't know about you, but if there is another New Year's resolution that gets set and doesn't get met, I don't know what I'm going to do. But the thing of it is, New Year's resolutions very rarely actually get met. And so we are going to dive in today on helping you finally reach the New Year's resolutions that you set. Let's dive in to today's episode. What is going on? Welcome to this week's episode of the Fit and Healthy Sioux Falls Show. I am your host, CJ Workamp, and I'm so excited that you are here today with me because we've only got like a week and a half left of 2023, and then we are moving into 2024. In this time of year, there are so many goals that get set moving into the new year, but the truth of it is, is that of these goals that get set, very, very few of them actually get met. And what I've come to find, and you've probably noticed this as well, the two main goals or New Year's resolutions that get set, number one is around uh, fitness and health and weight loss, and number two is around finances. And so I'm excited to uh, really next week bring in a buddy of mine who's in the home mortgage world. And with the number two goal being around finances, him and I, his name is Tony, we are going to be diving in to how you can get financially fit and healthy in the new year. And so I'm excited for that episode. But for this episode, we are diving in, whether it's a fitness New Year's resolution, a financial New Year's resolution, or whatever the New Year's resolution is that you're going to set moving into 2024. I've got some awesome tips and ideas written down for you so that you can get better results and have a better chance uh, of reaching that health and fitness goal, finance goal, whatever it is, as it relates to your New Year's resolution. So uh, number one, we're going to dive in. And you have to understand your why. And that makes sense. It sounds so easy. Understand your why. Because if you don't really understand why you're doing it or what it's going to change in your life or why it really truly matters to you when the going gets tough, which we know it will, the motivation runs out when you have to rely on the discipline, but the discipline hasn't been built yet. That is when you get off track and when you actually don't continue to push towards the new year's resolution. And here's number one, when you're, when you know your why, you have to then ask yourself why about five times. So what I mean is like, why do you want to lose 10 pounds? Okay, so that I can look in the mirror and feel better. Now, number two, why? Why do you want to look in the mirror and feel better? So that I have more confidence. Okay, number three, why? Why do you want to have more confidence? And so you do that about five times. And usually by that fifth time you ask yourself why, you usually start to then uncover your real why. And so what I mean by that is too many people, they only put down why like one time. And usually that why, that one time is so surface level. It's so 
not really the true reason why that then you're going when it when the going gets tough you give up on it and so you have to ask yourself why about five times to really get down to that root cause of why do you want to do this thing why does it truly matter to you and what's it going to change moving on big goals right and so New Year's resolution, when you think about it, you're like, hey, I got a new year, 52 weeks to reach whatever this goal is. And so we usually set like this big goal. And because it's a new year's resolution, meaning I'm going to do this and I have a whole year to do it, that, that's too long of a time frame. And so you need to understand that you're not trying to achieve whatever that big goal is. Uh, just by the end of the year, what you have to do is then break that big goal down to small goals that you celebrate along the way, which then relates to my next tip of why the micro decision matters so much. So you have a New Year's resolution. You're going to ask yourself why that matters to you five times. You're then going to realize that it's a big goal and you've got a whole 52 weeks ahead of you to achieving this goal, but you now are going to forget about the 52 weeks that you have to achieve it because that's what you want to achieve at the end of 52 weeks. But what do you want to achieve at the end of every week? You need to break it down into that small goal that you're working towards every week. For example, and I like to use uh, 50 pounds as a goal, okay? Let's say you want to lose 50 pounds in the new year. Well, you've got 52 weeks, and that means that you've got 52 one week, one pound a week that you could lose in order to reach that goal in a year. So now if it's like, hey, 50 pounds is my ultimate goal I'd like to lose in 2024 or next year, what I'm going to do is shoot hard to make sure that every week I lose one pound. And when I do that week after week, then I reach my big goal by the end of the year. And so realizing whatever big goal you set, you break it down into small weekly goals that you're after. And then realizing that the micro decision matters. Every decision matters. And so many times what happens is we think that we have this whole year to achieve this goal. So my one decision right here, right now to have this dessert or not have this dessert or go to this workout or skip this workout isn't going to matter. No, friend, the micro decision matters. And so whether you do it or you don't do it, that makes a difference in whether you reach your goal or not. But so many times we allow ourselves to think, I got 52 weeks. I don't need to make the decision right now. I've got time. And that right there is a lie. You don't have the time. If it matters to you, then the micro decision, what you need to decide now needs to also matter to you. This one's a little more difficult and it's a little more kind of, uh, I don't know, woo-woo or out there or whatever it is. And maybe you do it, maybe you don't. But I can tell you this, if you do do it, you're going to have a much better chance at actually achieving the New Year's resolution that you set. And that is this. It's visualizing, literally closing your eyes and visualizing what life will be like once you reach that goal, playing the movie theater of your mind as if you've already reached that goal. And so you need to close your eyes, literally visualize 
what it looks like to wake up. And, and let's use this 50 pound goal as, as our continuum here. I want you to close your eyes and I want you to visualize what it's going to be like to wake up. You're 50 pounds lighter. You step out of bed and you just feel good because you're 50 pounds lighter. You visualize yourself walking to your bathroom, looking in the mirror, and you visualize yourself seeing that reflection and smiling. And you need to go through that visualization process. And that's what I mean. A lot of times, especially if you're a guy by any means, you're like, ah, that's goofy. You don't need to do that. I have done that. I have, when I did not have the gym and the business that I have today, I literally would close my eyes and visualize what it would be like to have a team. I would visualize what it would be like to, right now, our team is at our gyms. They're running our gyms. We've got two locations in town. They're both running. They're both operating. Sessions are being held. People are getting results. And here I am talking to you about how you can get better health and fitness goals through visualization. And guess what? I have visualized this moment where I was able to do this and had a team running the gyms before I could actually do it. And so I'm just saying it does sound like a little woo-woo, a little out there, but I want to encourage you to do it because you never know how good and how clear and how confident you are going to get on what you need to do to make this happen because now that your mind has seen it, has felt it, it now wants to do it again and it wants to do it in real life, in your actual life. And so I want you to visualize what your life will be like when you actually hit those goals. And the last tip we're going to dive into is writing it down. Again, this is another one where I have told people time and time again, write your goals down. And they don't. They're like, well, I got it in my mind. You need to get it out of your mind on paper. And a couple episodes back, we talked about writing your goals in pencil or writing your goals in pen. And if you write your goals in pencil, friends, a pencil has an eraser on it for a reason. It's because they're not really set in stone. You're giving yourself the ability to go back and erase it and change it and do something different. No, write that thing in pen. Write it down in pen. I have uh, in my phone, I was sitting, I was talking to my wife on the couch, and in 20, it was 2018, I had the goal, and I had a, a business goal of reaching $40,000 in revenue in a, in a given month. And I had that goal written down. And that was in 2018. And since then, that goal has been far surpassed. But what it did for me, in going back and looking at that, it actually really helped me appreciate where I'm at now. Because where I'm at now, there's still different issues. Whenever you get to a certain level or reach a certain goal, it doesn't mean the issues are gone. You just now have a new set of issues, a new set of things that are kind of preoccupying your mind. And so what that did for me going back, and I use the notes section in my iPhone is where I write uh, my gratitude journal and my goals journal. But I went back there and I was looking through it. And what that did is it made me so appreciative of where I am at now because Where I'm at now is so much farther than where I was when I was writing that goal, and it was able to make me appreciate so much how far I have come. And so I want you to write down your goal in pen and write it again. And I was looking through, like all through 2018 into 2019, I had that same goal that I kept writing down, and eventually that goal became reality. I, again, visualized what would it be like to be able to have that income? What would that mean for me to be able to have enough staff to then, now I can do this because that money coming in allows me to pay them while I'm doing this. And 
that is what it's all about is about this. So we're going to break these things down and help you understand how you can really make your resolution that you set become your resolution that gets met, okay? And that's number one, understanding your why. So understand your why and ask yourself why five times because when you ask yourself why once, it's too superficial, it's too surface level, and it isn't the real reason. So ask yourself, why does whatever goal that I'm setting, whether that be fitness, fat loss, uh, financial, relational, whatever it is, ask yourself, why does that matter to you five times, okay? Once you write it down five times, that last time that you write it down, that's going to be a much, much closer real why as to why it really matters to you. Now, understand this. You're normally, when you set a New Year's resolution, you set such a big goal and you think there's such a long time frame, 52 weeks, in order to achieve that goal. So that's great, but now you need to break that big goal into small goals. And I'd actually challenge you to break your big goal into a weekly goal. So what is the goal weekly that you're going to chase, chase that goal weekly, that when you accomplish your weekly goal, week after week after week for 52 weeks in a row, you then achieve that big goal that you set for the year, the New Year's resolution. I need you to understand how micro decisions matter. Quit thinking that you have 52 weeks to achieve this goal. Because next thing you know, you're like, I still have 50 weeks. Next thing you know, I still have 40 weeks. Next thing you know, I still have 30 weeks. No, friend, you don't. You have this very moment. Because every moment after now is not a guarantee for us. It is not a guarantee that we will still be here. And so with that being said, that means that you need to make a micro decision and you need to make a micro decision that's moving you towards your goal. If it really matters to you, then make the decision that's gonna push you towards it. Number three, or the next tip, visualize. I want you to, I wanna challenge you. Close your eyes, do it, close them. I want you to close your eyes and visualize what life is gonna be like when you have already reached that goal, what it's like to have that type of relationship, what it's like to have that type of finances, what it's like to have that type of fitness and fat loss results, visualize it. What changes in your life? And now when you visualize that, I want you to take it and I want you to write it down on paper and write down realistic action steps that you can take. So the last thing that we are going to cover on setting a resolution that turns into a resolution that gets met is setting realistic action steps. Because so many times people set themselves up by fail, for failure by setting unrealistic action steps, meaning like, I'm going to work out seven days a week. Well, how often are you working out now? Well, I'm not. Well, friend, you're not going to work out seven days a week then. Let's just be honest. You're going to be lucky if you hit two, three days a week. So set the goal at three days a week. Allow yourself maybe a day that you might accidentally not go to the gym or not make it, but there's seven days in a week and your action step, your realistic goal is to get three. Now you're setting yourself up for success. So I hope that this helps you. I don't hope that it helps you. I actually know that it'll help you if you take action on it. But if you don't take action on it, it will not help you. So those are the tips, the tricks, the ways to make your resolutions that you set become resolutions that get met. 
And I know that 2024 is going to be an amazing year for you. It's going to be an amazing year for me. We are rebranding the Fit and Healthy Sioux Falls show. Uh, We're kicking it off in the beginning of January. We're going to update our website. We're going to get new signage in here. We are updating it to make it better for you, more meaningful for you. And we are already planning out an amazing year of amazing episodes with guests, solo episodes, solo episodes, maybe even without me even on it. I give the intro and then boom, I give it to the guest who's just going to be delivering the value to you because I want nothing more than you to achieve amazing success. And we're even going to take a little bit deeper spin as we move into 2024 with fitness and health, the Fit and Healthy podcast. We're going to dive into fit and healthy from all different angles, financial, relational, you know, and we're going to hit it. So what is it like to have a fit and healthy relationship uh, with your spouse? What's it like to have a fit and healthy relationship with your finances? All those different things. And so we're going to be diving into that in 2024. And I cannot wait to be delivering that to you because I know that there's so much value here in our community and you and me together. We're going to get better as we move in to this next year year. So let's buckle up. Let's set some amazing New Year's resolutions and let's make a pact together, you and me, that we are drawing a line in the sand and we are no longer allowing ourselves or those that we know set New Year's resolutions that do not get met. So go ahead, take these tips and make your goals become reality. Hey, I believe in you. I know you have what it takes to achieve success. If this boneheaded 34-year-old can reach success, I know that you can too. I'm here to help and support you. Do me a favor, like, subscribe, and share this episode so that we can make a difference in our community. Have an awesome day, and we'll catch you next week where we dive into financial success with our friend Tony. Have an awesome day, and we'll catch you on next episode of the Fit and Healthy Sioux Falls Show. Bye, friend. Peace.